0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Boozy Bros. Pio Aquino here once again with my homie, Mikel Garcia.
1: Hey, 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 everybody, welcome back. So we got a nice little uh, fun episode for everybody today,
0: yeah? Absolutely, we've got another one of our hashtag real talks coming at you tonight. Well, let's check up on what we have around the table tonight. Mix, what's in your cup today? Or tonight, mm. rather.
1: <laughs> well, tonight. I decided to to kind of tr- test a little bit. I don't know if you noticed. I was downstairs mixing my drink for a little while. So uh, I put in some of the 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 crow the crow's rum that we've got from uh, our wonderful sponsors, um, La Bodega, and uh, and I mixed it in with a homemade sangria mix. Hey. And uh, what I added is that concentrate? In, no, 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 a homemade mix, like a, like, oh, a
0: homemade, a homemade yeah. sangria.
1: Okay, yeah, cool. and then I tossed in a, a cup, a, a few fruit pieces. Uh, what's it called? Uh, oranges, apple, and cherries. Nice, nice. So no, it's got a so nice little zero. bit of a
0: twist. Yeah. Yeah. Fruity twist, keeping Let's it fruity. We're strong though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for me, I've got another one from their izakaya box, which you can check out. Um, this time, I opened a nice, ice cold bottle of Asahi. Very, very crisp, uh, Japanese beer. Love. I've always loved Asahi. It's like a light beer, but not really. Like it feels light. It's like a it, mm-hmm. you people compare it to San Mig Super Dry, but I feel like I could drink Asahi a lot longer than I could dra- drink Super Dry. It just doesn't mm-hmm. feel as heavy. I absolutely love it. Yeah, dude. It's, Shout uh, out again to La Bodega. Hell yeah! It's
1: like it's a it's like one of those legendary Japanese beers, you know? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. They really hit the nail on the head with the Sapporo and the. um Asahi when they sent over the, the care package, man. Absolutely love it. Cheers, bud. Let's have Cheers, a buddy. great great episode tonight. Ching Jing. Mm. Yeah, how you been, Mix, man? Been pretty busy this week.
1: Oh yeah. Better, uh <laughs> uh very, very busy actually. And and quite a number of things have been happening, especially because uh you know the whole little bit of a scare going on now and uh like i even my office actually got some bit of scare there so uh i've been working home more days this week than than usual
0: oh yeah man like i wouldn't want to be like out for no reason like I'm, i'm not saying work is a bad reason to go out but man if you can work from home you might as well it's so scary out there right now especially here in the philippines yeah
1: Oh, yes, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, man, like, with this whole second surge, I think, like, we're kind of seeing a little bit more how, um, you know, not to get too controversial like this early on in the episode, but it, it like, you can kind of see how uncontrollable the people here in the Philippines are mm-hmm. slightly, right? Um, totally, totally. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of it isn't their fault. I I want to say that right off the bat, like it, it totally isn't everyone's fault, but you still need to be accountable for it. Mm-mm. But you know, some people, you know, if they don't go out today, they don't eat for a week. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of that like weird situation where do you go out so you can feed your family, or you know, do you just stay home and risk maybe starving for a, a couple of weeks or so?
1: Oh yeah, totally, totally. But I mean that leads us kinda into big surge again now in the Now one thing I wanted to point out before before anything is I I know you you've been mentioning it already a couple times is that you're calling it a second wave, you know, a second surge, right? Yeah. Um I wanted to mention that there was this one this one representative from from the World Health World Health Organization who right? Yeah. Um, he mentioned out that uh, he made a comment about it because how the government, our, our government, have been, have been calling this a second wave or a second surge or something. Right. He, he mentions how how can this be a second surge when we haven't even leveled out the first? Wave? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. I'm calling it a second surge because <laughs> like we we've gotten spikes on the daily count. Yeah, I would yeah. say. Oh, but yeah. like, in terms of it being a second wave, like there is no second wave. We're still on yeah. that absolute first wave where yeah. you know that we didn't really get that under control, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and, and now with this whole with the new variants coming worse. Um here's the thing about it too, though. Like you were mentioning just now, like how they're getting some spikes. In the last like four, four or five days, we've hit our record, we've hit a new record in our in our COVID cases three times. Three absolutely, times, new cases I saw in that. one day, right? Yeah.
0: So like, I think it went yeah. from like 7K roughly in a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then like seven something. And then like, now
1: it's like 9,000
0: in a day or something.
1: 8,890 8, something in a day. It was yesterday. Well, no, right. two days ago. Two days ago. Sorry. Today, I just realized, because I just got the notification we just surpassed that again. Yeah. See, it's, it's insane. And again, yeah, we're at 9,838 in one day. That's fucking
0: wild. That's fucking wild. But yeah, you, you know, like as much as I want to tell everyone, you know, like don't go out and this and that there is a limitation to that. You know, like there, I absolutely feel that there is a limitation to that and it, it all boils down to implementation. You know, like there's, there's a lot of protocols. There's a lot of stuff that's been put out that's supposed to help prevent all these things. Now, like you said, you mentioned it earlier that, you know, with the new variants and everything, there are other things. Like, for example, the newest variant that, that we've heard of is one that can even um, go by a PCR test. You know, you you can get the highest gold standard of a COVID test and still test negative with this brand new variant, which is absolutely scary. And, you know, like I'm I'm like inches away from just locking myself in my room and not going out for like two weeks. But I can't do that. Like there are other responsibilities that I have to take care of and I take care of them alone. That's my my way of being responsible about it. But at the same time, it's like, shit, what about all these other people who can't, who don't have the luxury of their own car, who don't have the luxury of being able to spend money? Like, they have to go out just to work for, like like I said earlier, like a week's worth of, you know, groceries that they can use to feed their family, buy meds or whatever. So, again, it's like really, it's... Anyone who's hand to mouth, basically, right? Pretty much, right? Like, I mean, and and I wanna shout out, like, um, you know, to anyone listening out there who's talking shit about people not not leaving their house and also talking shit about the government. There's no one person who's wrong, or there's no one group that's wrong. Like, I feel both have a massive role to play in in why this you know the situation isn't getting any better here in the philippines because i mean um you look at other countries and i hate i i honestly hate to compare to other countries but the discipline in other countries is you know it's very apparent and if the government says lock yourself in your house for two weeks like we're giving you these two weeks to prepare, and then the next two weeks, everyone's going to be on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Great. And everyone followed, and they were at least able to flatten that curve. Whereas what, here,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> well, yeah ex- exactly. Like you can't 100% eliminate it unless you do what some, someone like, like a country like Macau, right? But then mm-hmm. Macau is like the size of Makati. So yeah. I think it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty easy to lock down everyone, like just shut down like cut off all the borders say everyone stay home and with macau's you know ability to spend on each resident they they were fine like they were able to really provide and i mean like come on macau has so much money from the casinos bringing it in and giving it to the government so they have the capital right like i'm not gonna get too too much into the politics here in the philippines because even if we had something like that, it's nowhere near enough to cover every resident of the Philippines. Absolutely not. So I'm not going to compare it to Macau, but I am going to compare it to the imple- in terms of implementation.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I, think you can, I think you can, in terms of your th- other Southeast Asian countries. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, look at Vietnam, uh, right? Vietnam's almost got it gone. They're doing fantastic.
0: Exactly, and you know, like the—I mean, even look at their sports, right? Thailand has their their um, pro league running right now, mm-hmm. like controlled. Obviously, like the—I mean, it's the same in the UK. It's the same in the US. You know, everything's controlled, but at the same time, they have put themselves in a position where they can do that now. And I think exactly. I mean, again, it's going back and forth and hand to mouth and whatever you want to call it, but you know everyone needs to be accountable in one way or another.
1: Mm-mm. I think in the end yeah I, I agree with you completely that everyone needs to be accountable. I think one of the major in in like things that happened now is i mean of course horrible timing that the the new variants and stuff came up, came around, but I think also is that. People got two lakhs both oh, yeah. people both the population of the philippines and and the government, you know we got two lakhs in terms of everything and, and and it just sort of like people were trying to get back to their normally normal daily lives, and obviously, you know with all the thi- with all these things that are happening it, it comes out like that and it ends up being that we um it becomes like a perfect storm where oh the, everyone's just trying to be back to normal and then boom the this new variants hit and now and now we're back to square one yeah yeah right totally so it, it it like we're not going to you know stick on this topic too long really cuz it's it's i think everyone knows everyone here in the philippines at least knows where this whole situation is and what's happening around them it sucks it really does i think also it's like you were saying also it's not about just staying home and doing nothing you know and and whatever it's just say it's just saying that if you don't need to go out you know then you might as well don't do do, do, you can like do if you're feeling like okay i need to get out to. i feel stuffy i need to get out okay Go out, do, but take your precautions. Wear your mask. Yeah. Like, I, I super hate the face shields that the fact that we're the only country in the world that needs it, that, that requires it. <laughs> and it literally, statistically and literally does absolutely nothing. If anything, it makes it worse, actually, statistically. Yeah. No, but we, you know, wear your face shield because it's, it's, it's law now. Go out. Yes, go on a jog in your community. They go around your building. I don't know. Um, do like stretch your legs a bit. No problem. Get some fresh air, but do it with caution. You know, yeah. don't don't exactly go out and then stand inside an elevator the whole day or <laughs> go, go into a, a small room like where an internet cafe. I know they're not open at the moment, but like go it, into a place like an internet cafe where there's. Literally, it's an enclosed space with so many people and you're wear- and you're just wearing a-, a really shoddy mask or something, you know, or yeah. like a baklava, which is not supposed to be just a thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Or even
0: restaurants, right? You know yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I think when restaurants started opening up also, like people really got comfortable and like... Yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you said the perfect word for it and it, it is complacency. And it's just, you know, we need to... If we want to be able to do all of these things, we can't forget all the protocols. And, yeah. you know, like, it. I mean, we're just going to go around in circles with this mm-hmm. topic. You know, like, I think, I think we can move on after this. But, you know, there, there's also, like, that perfect storm of things that came about that gave yeah. people hope of normalcy. And that was, you know, the government allowing businesses to open up one number two the talks of vaccines coming in and like the first round of vaccines coming in for healthcare providers and everything so mm-hmm. i think everyone also got really excited like and I, I don't blame them i i absolutely am on that same boat where yes great the vaccines are coming in and now we can sign up for them but then when after that period of time where oh okay it's only for healthcare workers maybe tone down the excitement a little bit and you know like don't leave your house if you don't have to but you know I'm gonna leave it at that but mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know we uh, I hope our listeners out there you know like um you know just check yourself before you wreck yourself at the end of the day you know like oh, yeah. so if you don't have to if you don't have to go out absolutely don't make sure you wash your hands have a bottle of alcohol nearby the disinfectant <laughs> kind not not the yeah. drinking one
1: i mean but, have a drinking kind well, too, you, you know you too can nice. have a
0: beer too or something but you know i think the other alcohol is more more important at that point mm-hmm. but yeah you know uh, again i don't want to dwell too long i think i've rambled a little bit too long on that but, it's all good yeah
1: so pia like since we went into a little bit of, why don't we talk about weird and funny let's <laughs> do it let's do it man yeah so I, like I, I, stumbled across this article right when I was stu- when I was going across the web and searching for you know certain things that could we could talk about and stuff, and they're in in Oklahoma. This is weird and something just kind of out of the blue. So the uh, the Oklahoma, the state, their wow. s- their local government actually put out a two point one million dollar bounty on the head of Bigfoot jesus christ <laughs> okay I, um do you I, I don't know what to say to this like, what do you how do you comment <laughs> on something like this
0: i mean are there just like that many hairy guys that are walking around shirtless <laughs> in, in oklahoma isn't it
1: cold in oklahoma it should be especially right? I, I,
0: so i don't oh, know man, man don't maybe know. maybe there's like there's a bunch of six foot eight, seven, two, hairy ass, tall motherfuckers who are like walking around and scaring their communities that they think it's Bigfoot. Or I don't know, man. Imagine a like hairy ass Shaquille O'Neal covered in hair, like you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know, but man, have there been that many, like, um reported sightings that they actually have to do that? Or, I mean, what brought this about?
1: I don't know, really. Like, there's not much about it on the article. just that the, um, one, of the thing, one of the things about it is that the officials say, are stating that they, you can't, uh, that, the, that the Bigfoot needs to be captured unharmed. So, you can't kill him. You can't bring him in cold. You gotta, he's got to be captured unharmed. Get me? So, okay. <laughs> what <basically>, kind of. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's less, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's just, it's one thing after number one. You got, are you guys like, is the government literally stating that, hey, Bigfoot exists? <laughs> we want yeah. you to go catch, catch him. And the fact, the next step is like, we want you now to go catch him for us. And number three, oh, don't kill him. Catch him unharmed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what?
0: It sounds like they want him captured for like scientific research of some sort. I guess you know, like since since they want him alive.
1: I get that, but but
0: (laughs) if it's Bigfoot, what chance do you actually have? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, like it's Bigfoot, right? Um, you you can believe him you cannot believe him i'm not gonna say he's real i'm not gonna say he's fake but if the urban legends are true about him there's no way in hell some average like i honestly don't even think a navy seal would be able to like pick up bigfoot and be like hey bigfoot can you come with me to city hall
1: <laughs> like
0: it, worked, know, it worked, you know it's crazy dude i mean yeah. maybe that that's kind of the theme with this whole thing you know like the we everyone's been locked up for so long at home that they're just like hey let's try to do something that would interest a lot of people
1: people are getting stir crazy <laughs> oh yeah
0: dude including including those government officials to put out yeah.
1: that. Bounty. i don't know dude I, it, I mean it i it sort of randomly feels like a like something you would do for a publicity stunt but the fact that it's actually from their government is I'm I, I'm in awe you know what I mean? Yeah dude that, that's kinda insane
0: Oh wait really quick question though. go for it what was what was the bounty
1: 2.5? 2.1
0: 2.1 million 2.1 <laughs> million shows up in your doorsteps tax free what do you do with it right now?
1: right now? invest it all of it? Yeah. I'm going to put it in like land and shit. Dude. Oh, I'm okay.
0: Sorry. When you said investment, I was like, like.
1: Buy GameStock stonks. Yeah, <laughs> I <was> like, GameStop <laughs> stonks. No.
0: Well, okay, land sounds good. Land sounds good.
1: Yeah, no, I mean. all dollars, huh? Yeah, honestly, in, in the Philippines, for me personally, huh, I think the most stable and the best investment you can make in the Philippines is land.
0: Oh yeah, totally. I absolutely agree.
1: So like more than stocks, more than anything else, 110% the best to do because the, there's still like as much as Manila is getting urbanized and blah, blah, blah. There's so much rural land still are just around in undeveloped areas. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. it's going south and south and south and it's still cheap land. is still somewhat cheap down around like, like Cavite, Laguna, Patanga, yeah, but the but it's going to start getting more expensive by a bit. So true, true. you heard it here first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, not. Like, I think I think I think I think that's a um, a great way to look at it too. But I think I think also um, when people think about land, they they look at it the, in the wrong idea as well. They look at it as okay, I'm gonna buy land and then I'm gonna sell it to someone who wants to put up a house here there's so much other use for land you know what i mean like you can make it into a farm you can make it into like you know like a hospital or something like you can there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do if Mm -hmm. you're able to you know Mm -hmm. like purchase a good chunk of land absolutely and yeah man i think i think i would buy some real estate, but. I would probably like start building a house for myself. I think I think that would be something that I would absolutely love to do. If I if that, oh, that type dude. of money just like um pops up on my doorstep, I'm like ah oh my god, I can build dude. my dream home.
1: La mansión de pio. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be amazing. Dude, the honestly, I I, I was saying land and like that. I I do agree. Um, for me personally, I'd build
0: a stadium. (laughs) Hey, I mean, help, help the, no, no, help Mm -hmm. the culture of football grow in the Philippines. And I absolutely would love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, 2.1, I think that's enough. Mm 2.1 million dollars.
1: Yeah. Philippines easy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So. that went from Bigfoot to land development and <laughs> I
0: know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also two point one million dollars. Yeah, true. All you so, gotta do is find Bigfoot, guys. Go to <laughs> Oklahoma. Go to Oklahoma, find Bigfoot, show up on the you know, government's doorstep and be like, hey, I got Bigfoot.
1: Yeah. Or how you many know, people...
0: bring your, okay. your like
1: hairiest friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say it was like, how many people do you think were like ballsy enough to try like, yo, you're like seven you're seven six, bro. Let's just dump a whole bunch of cut up hair and make you look like Bigfoot. I mean, you got Big You're like a size you're a size fourteen US shoe. Yeah, you know I mean oh, you, you're, you might you might as well be called Bigfoot. So how many people do you think have actually tried no. that?
1: 14 isn't that isn't that big. As, like, it's just a little bigger than my action than my right, fine. Size six.
0: Size
1: yeah, I'm, I'm size 12, so All right, <laughs> size 14, it's, like not, it's just a little bigger than me. True, true, like, true. Oh, wow! <laughs> I have big feet then, damn! But, but, well, <laughs> no, I do have well, big feet.
0: For Filipino standards, that is pretty big. No, nah,
1: yeah, I, I have big feet. And you know <laughs> what we say about big feet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> big, shoes. big shoes, yes, big shoes. <laughs> big shoes to fill. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so dude, you heard about uh speaking of you know we were just talking about football. No, you heard about uh Barca? Ah yes, new president. Huh? Yeah, especially because you know their last one got arrested.
0: Yeah, man, that was that came way out of left field,
1: no? Eh. Actually, if you kept up with the Barca stuff, not so much.
0: Uh fair enough. But yeah. I mean like like you said, if you're keeping up with it, like you don't really hear about it on like the general media and everything, you know, like they don't really talk about it that much. So, when you when you shared it in our group, I was like, "Holy shit, how did this happen?" <laughs> Cuz I knew like what was that other team? I I know we talked about it um in one of our pub talks with Silazo. Um yeah, the it was another La Liga team that has like all these issues with their management and everything. Oh, the
1: uh, Valencia,
0: Valencia there. So I know I know they have issues, and that was pretty well. Uh, no, like, no,
1: sorry, not Valencia, but Villarreal. My mistake. But sorry, sorry, Valencia fans. It's Villarreal.
0: Villarreal oh, there. So, well, I mean that was fairly. I mean. All the details were news to me, but then knowing that there was turmoil in the back office, mm-hmm. like that was pretty well known throughout the, the football community, I think. Mm-hmm. So when you hear out of nowhere or kind of out of nowhere that, oh, shit, Barca's president just got arrested. What the fuck? Bartolomeu.
1: Did yeah. Mm-hmm. It,
0: like, what, what happened there? And I mean... The the most that I knew about it was that you know like a lot of the players, a lot of the you know diehard Barca were just like they just absolutely hated him. Yeah, but um, other than that, that that was pretty much all I knew about it.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, in terms of the Spanish media, this was a ongoing thing for a while, you know. Okay, okay, um, but honestly, it's uh it was one of those things that it's like, oh, finally, you know? Yeah. And, but with the... Uh, we're about it. Since we're talking... Like, we've been talking a lot about the older president now, but let's talk a little bit about the new guy. He's actually the new old guy because um, he was the president before Bartolomeo got, got instilled as the president. Oh, okay. The so they president. just
0: pretty much reinstated him?
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the same guy who led the charge to bring to bring in Pep Guardiola as their manager. Oh, okay. So okay. A lot of people, especially Barca fans and I know you guys out there, are very very much happy that this guy is back in charge and they're happy that you know this could mean that Messi stays, this could mean this this and that, you know. We'll see how that goes in the future, but it's a good stepping it's a good big step forward for barca in terms of their backroom staff and their their management being you know starting to stabilize a little bit totally totally
0: uh sorry man city fans you're not getting messy next season (laughs) but yeah um yeah it's great to see like you know when things like that happen um in general in the world of sports you know like you have an owner you have a president who wasn't you know all that great and you know there's a turnover of power and they kind of get their just like they pretty much get what they deserve like um i'm not sure you i'm pretty sure you don't know much about this but uh, i can't remember what year it was but for a time the la clippers were absolutely like hating their owner and like this guy was like i don't mean to be mean but he was a trash of a person like he was like old cynical and like he'd always be drunk and like talking talking down to his staff and the people in the arena even when he goes and watches games and you know so pretty much like most of the the players did like a whole um i think it was in their playoff it was was a playoff game and Instead of wearing, you know how they have like those warm-up shirts or, or like warm-up hoodies or jackets? Instead mm-hmm. of wearing them properly, they turned it inside out so you couldn't see the, the logo. Emblems. So it was like, it was their, you know, um, we're taking a stand against the ownership. They brought protest. Yeah. And then after the season, they, I mean, the commissioner of the NBA stepped in and said, look. You can't, oh, like, this is bad for, for the NBA. This is bad for the franchise. Mm-hmm. So it's either we buy you out or you sell it to someone else. And, yeah, you know, uh, good thing someone did. And, you know, this, this new guy's a lot better. Like, he's hella hype and everything. I'm not an LA Clippers fan. Sorry for all you Clippers fans out there. But, you know, like, um, it's, it's still good to see that, you know, stuff like that happens in the
1: sporting world. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, Newcastle.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey man, but it's crazy how there's a lot of um ownerships that are you know everyone's looking to, to own a team now. Oh yeah. Like, like um people with with money to spend. It's like a team is something that they want to
1: own. It's what, what they want to have. Yeah, it's because they're starting to see that they're like in the last maybe 10 years, sports and entertainment is the place where um, money just flows because oh, yeah. there's so many brand deals, there's so many of these and that. And entertainment is literally the um, emotional kicker True. for people. So True. It's the one place where people spend their money completely and utterly emotionally. True, true. Barely do you get any logical thinking. And even when there is logical, it's usually based on their emotion and based on their perceived opinions of things. So like, like you think about it, look at gambling, any sports gambling. It's sure. You can talk about statistics and, and probabilities and such, but more like what, what is 90 80 to 90 percent of betting in the world is emotional betting for their teams or against them, or things True. like that, right? You, you, are- know what that
0: re- you, know, you know what that reminds me of, Mix? What remember the Champions League last year? <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude, I had my heart in my throat that whole game, man. That one nil lead of Bayern, my God, dude. When when the whistle blew, I was just like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but, ah, dude, like, until they scored every push that uh PSG had, even when they would just ping it up front, knowing how fast Mbappe is, how fast Neymar is. Well, I mean, Neymar would just probably fall on the floor in Dravo, but, you know... <laughs> You get someone like Mbappe just chasing that ball into the back line. And, oh, dude, I, I think we were watching it at the same time. And we were yeah, like, oh. I was like literally close to shitting myself. Like <laughs> so many times just trying to. Uh, once Barca scored, I was like, oh, sorry. When, once Bayern scored, I was like, all right, great. I, I'm going to win some money now. <laughs> and then like i think it was the very next run of psg at that point and they almost score i'm like <gasps> i'm gonna shut up now. <laughs>
1: Dude, i but it, i've come to the point where after seeing certain things happen in in, in sports you know I thought I, I just thought betting and sports betting and gambling on sports is one of the stupidest things for me to do with my money because, um, yeah, I mean, case in point, Leicester. Oh yeah, winning the fucking Premier League out of nowhere. Um, who's this? Chelsea, it, it, arguably the twenty twelve. We were no way in hell were we favored. Oh. Any of like Absolutely. Knockout stage, we were no way in hell we were going to be favorites. First round of the knockout. Exactly. exactly. So that's what I mean. It's that we, like, those examples are crazy, really? you know? Yeah. Brazil, in the World Cup in Brazil. Right. The, the, the thrashing they got to, to Germany. Yeah. Brazil were favorites. Yeah. <laughs> They and got, they were
0: on route. To be honest, they were. And on they route. were at
1: home, and they got destroyed.
0: Destroyed. That German team was on cocaine, though. I, I, yeah, I I'm not. <laughs> <sure>.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not <laughs> saying that the, that, the German team wasn't good. It's just that because they were godly, but it's just you know what I mean. It's like though, like you think about it, and you look at. Statistics and whatever, and like everything points towards a certain direction. Oh, we're gonna win it like this. Oh, that, yeah, world. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, or like just okay, more recent, um, city, right? Uh-huh, they go uh-huh. on this crazy, crazy unbeaten run or 21 game winning run or something like that. I can't remember. It was a long. It was a long thing. It was was a long. It was a long streak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winning every, winning everything in any every competition that they got in, and they lose out of nowhere to United.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, or like, um, who was that? Like Liverpool had something like that as well, and then they like lost to Burnley or something.
1: Yeah, last season. Is it Burnley? I think it was Burnley,
0: yeah. yeah. And we're like, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, I I remember that wrecked so many people's like fantasy, or fantasy points for that weekend. I was like, wow. absolutely, you know, like it was crazy. No one expected it, and yeah, dude, totally like. But then, to kind of counter that a little bit, if you do have if. Those people who do bet uh, no judgment passed, like oh, yeah. no
1: from, judgment. From, it's relatively for me.
0: From but... from time to time, I still do that case in point <laughs> last year's Champions League, and I I was scared the whole game. But sometimes it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I got a little extra here, and you know gonna try it, try my luck. And I think the safe thing is, well, at least the way I look at it. I'm not going to put in any money that I'm not willing to lose. Hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a smart way. Like, I'm not saying it's a great thing to do, but it's the smarter way to gamble if you are planning to gamble, like in terms of sports betting and that type of stuff.
1: Yeah. I think think that's not even just the the smarter way to gamble. I think that's just the proper way to gamble. (laughs) Yeah, true. true. Put in money that you don't care to lose. Because if you put in money that you care if you're going to lose it, then you're just being stupid. True, true.
0: I mean, I guess it goes the same. Like if you're gonna invest in stocks or invest in Bitcoin and stuff yeah. like that, right? Like if you're gonna put in something, a bit of gambling. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like especially Bitcoin right now, like fucking crazy, dude. Bitcoin's
1: <laughs> a roller coaster ride. I'm I'm too scared to invest in any sort of crypto.
0: <laughs> yeah, like uh, a bunch of my friends actually, they were like, "Dude, you should buy crypto." I was like, uh, "Dude, I don't have that kind of money." And then he's like, no, nah, man, it's just you need to put this much in and you'll be, you'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And then that same day, like, um, he gets a text from his girlfriend. He's like, oh, she just made, like, 400K. I was like, well, shit. And then it gets yeah. tempting, right? Yeah. And then it suddenly dips. And then you're like, oh, I'm hella under now. And then you're, like, yeah. scared. And then, like, people... And then people get into that whole like I mean, like you were saying about the whole sports betting thing in general. You're like you get emotional, and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to lose this anymore." And then you sell, and then you take a yeah. loss, and then it climbs, and then you regret. And yeah. that's just not something I'm willing to do with crypto. Yeah. You know.
1: I think I think when it comes to to stocks in general, even in crypto, um, you just have to how to do, do put this. You have you have to understand that. When people, people get that high of like, oh, get my- I'm making money. You haven't made money yet. Yeah. You, your stocks may be 300% increased from what you put in, but you haven't made money yet. The, yeah. You make money when you sell it. Yeah, when you liquidate it. Absolutely. The moment you sell it, you've made money. True. true. But that, just because your stocks go that high doesn't mean you're going to be able to sell it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So... Yeah, because like let's say the higher your stocks go, the less people, people are willing to buy it. True. Right. True. So, yeah. And at the same time, the the reason why I'm scared—I I think I may have mentioned like one of our early episodes—but the reason I'm personally scared of 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 going into crypto is not just the fact that it's so fluctuating, um, but it's the reason for it. The reason why it becomes so fluctuating is. Is specifically because it's not tied to any single logical or, or real world based thing that could that that helps the money f- uh, make helps the stock fluctuate or not. Right or to go up or down. It's literally, it's literally tied to how much value does a person who buys it value it you know value its worth that's all it is so if somebody values something one bitcoin at one million dollars then then the stocks will obviously go up but if somebody values it at one dollar and somehow they sell and buy for that much it's so easy to just rise or tank that stock true that's true the value of that thing is literally null and void because there's nothing for it to tie to. At least with like company stocks and stuff, it's tied to like the income and the and the, the profits and the ROI of certain companies. You know, yeah, like
0: how well it actually does.
1: Yeah, exactly. The plus, there's plus there's something cool that you know crypto can't do, which is uh, dividends.
0: Uh-huh. Which is great. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, well, that was a way off. I know. Uh, <laughs> I love our I love our tangents.
0: Hey, man, that's how, that's how we roll here on Boozy Bros. We talk mm-hmm. about one thing and then it ends up
1: somewhere else. Man. Yeah, we go but... straight into our cosines, signs, and tangents. <laughs> <laughs> A little but math yeah, for you there.
0: <laughs> for mm. anyone who didn't get that, go back to your, uh, tri- oh, was it? Trigonometry <laughs> and whatever. Calculus. Calculus. <laughs> yeah. I used to love math until they had to put all that shit. <laughs> Solve <Okay>. for X. <laughs> anyway,
1: prove this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I, I know we've been doing a couple of things also. Like, moving on to the next we've been doing, we've kind of been testing the waters a little bit with our, a few of our episodes, right? Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Sort of like pushing to see okay, how far in, can we talk about certain controversial topics, right? Right, right. Uh, Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote controversial. But, I mean, I I think we've talked about enough that people, at least to an extent, that people kind of see that we're going to be very impartial without it. I mean, we'll have our own opinions. We'll be pretty impartial, but at the same time, we'll talk about both sides. Totally. So I kind of wanted to get into something a little, a slightly bit more controversial because it's sort of become a bigger news story in the in the last uh month or so right yeah
0: yeah
1: and um like i i I don't know if you remember also like last like two years ago or something um there was this major pushes especially in the media nationally for uh pushing for you know inclusion same-sex Marriage and and LGBTQ inclusion and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, it was
0: like a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, before yeah. before COVID, right? Before COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because there was all the pride marches and all these different things. Now, totally, totally. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because there's been some major setbacks. Major or minor depends on your opinion, right? right. Uh, or your viewpoint on this. The it, it there's a couple setbacks that have happened in terms of the the. Worldview of same-sex marriage. Uh, one one of which is in Japan. So, okay. Uh, in Japan, specifically the supporter district, but it's very similar in most of the other districts within Japan. Is that they've ruled that same-sex marriage is "quote unquote" unconstitutional. No. So it's they've sort okay. of pulled it into their lawmaking and things like that as well. So it. Uh, a little iffy here and there with those things, mm-hmm. and the government and their government has, their local government has come out and stated that, those, those specific words, right, so in, the, in terms of Japan which is one of the more progressive countries and a lot of people do have, get influenced by them as well, so it might do a little bit of a setback to, to, to this, this movement of same-sex marriage, right Well, especially and, in the
0: Asian communities for sure, yeah. like, or and, the and, Asian and, countries rather
1: yeah, and it depends also on your on our listeners. You know, if you're you're pro or or anti same-sex marriage, you know, the, you you might view this as a as a something good or something bad. It depends on everybody's viewpoint. But in this case, it's it's something that obviously has damaged um, the same-sex marriage with, uh, especially within Asia, but internationally as well. You no. Know? Yeah, and um, it's also going to affect the viewpoints of people. Um, you know, outside, who, those who aren't of the LGBTQ community and their viewpoints on same-sex marriage as well. And one more uh, bigger setback that kind of happened recently, which was a much larger scale, much more internationally, um, was that the Vatican themselves came out and, and had a, a comment on this whole thing as well, right? out and spoke about it and they've labeled they've come out and labeled any same-sex marriage as quote-unquote illicit and they're telling all their clergy around the world to not promulgate it you know so not to try and let it happen or not to officiate in any sort of things like this in 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 those matters and they've they're saying that you know this whole the same-sex marriage in general is illicit whether it's you know to males, to females, or, or any part of LGBTQ. Right, right. So, I well, mean, it's, it's a, somewhat of a setback in terms of that movement, you know? Yeah. And they're going... And, of course, this is going to affect... I mean, if, if you're an LGBTQ, it may not affect you directly too much, you know? It's, you'll go on with your life as being an LGBTQ, but the, the issue here is more of, like, the... The viewpoints of anybody who's outside of it, and you know, yeah. you may maybe on the fence or maybe want to support or not support it in general. This could help sway those people, or
0: definitely,
1: definitely, especially, especially if they're a Christian, you know, or or yeah. something like that. Because the, yeah. uh, but it depends, really. Yeah. Um, well, well yeah. okay. Well, my
0: my initial reaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'll give my initial reaction to both areas. Sure. Initial reaction for Japan if they're saying it's in their constitutional, uh, in their constitution, or saying that it's unconstitutional for same sex marriage to be, um, you know, accepted or for same sex marriage to be applied or implied, Mm -hmm. then it's now the job of the lawmakers, right, uh, Mm -hmm. in Japan. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's easy, I'm not saying it's hard that's just my reaction to it it's their law i mean mm-hmm. there's nothing really you can do to change that unless you know you have someone within the system who's willing to fight for that yeah and you know i think i think the us has also you know shown very well as well like i mean aside from all the um hate crimes towards it but then you also have the you have the positive side with all like, like you said, the pride yeah. parade the US has extremes
1: everything. yeah, yeah.
0: It, it it's very extreme, but then you have you have a very small minority of those people who want their voice spoken and actually find the right avenue to do it yeah, and they have made strides, which mm-hmm. I think if someone in Japan who happens to be lgbtq and now looking into politics or looking into lawmaking and gets into that system Mm -hmm. and then starts applying there and is getting the, um, you know, getting the support that is needed, then maybe this is a small setback. But then if, if the people of Japan who look at it and they're like, Oh, they said it's unconstitutional and they're just going to give up, then that's kind of on them. Now this is, Obviously, I'm not LGBTQ, but you know, like this is me looking at it from an outsider's perspective, and it is gonna take a lot of work. And if they're already coming out guns blazing, or not even guns blazing, but putting out like uh, laws that are going against this whole movement, then it's gonna take someone really strong, someone with a voice, and someone who can garner support to be able to, you know rally up the troops so to speak and make a movement to fix that or to you know at least alter that law yeah on the side of the vatican that's a little bit more complicated because it's been instilled in their you know in the religion it's been instilled in the religion the catholic and you know in general the christian faith that same-sex marriage is frowned upon it's not it's not right Mm -hmm. um growing up catholic that's how i was raised and that you know but then growing up also i've seen my dad have a bunch of gay friends and he's like hella religious right Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he doesn't respect the person Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he doesn't accept the person would he want it for his kids absolutely not
1: but oh that means you should you you having a hard time then (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Know, so,
0: but but you get what I mean? Like um, yeah, yeah. It, it's something that you're never gonna be able to change who you find attractive, right? Yeah. Like if you um I mean we kind of talked about this a few times already before, but you know, like if you're attracted to someone, you're gonna be attracted to someone, there's no changing that. Mm-mm. But I don't know, I think for the LGBTQ, it's just so that they can, you know, uh, they can get the same benefits that a married, you know, heterosexual couple can have. Yeah. Like for example, in the US tax exemptions, once you have kids yeah. or dependency stuff. And you know, like, yeah, also here, you know, you get, you get um, different tax returns, tax benefits. If mm-hmm. you have a bigger family or if you're married and stuff like yeah. that.
1: But I think our tax here is like 30% of your wage. I think with a mar- when you're married, I think that. Or-
0: well, there you go, right? So, you know, there, there's all these different factors that, that go in, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is why I would, you know, like side more towards the LGBTQ because I don't think that just because they're loving the person that they love that they should you Know not be able to get these benefits, mm.
1: right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Now, here's my just, just to, for my own sake and for everybody out there who are wondering, out there, especially if they're going to be listening to us, like opinions me personally, well, I about whether I'm pro or anti same sex marriage or LGBTQ, my opinion. Is I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. It's it, it's not my business. It's not my job to tell somebody who they who they're supposed to and and you know who, who they should have feelings for. Right. Who they should marry or whatever. You know. I don't care. You wanna you wanna love another person. Go ahead. You wanna uh, if you uh, you wanna love another another guy a guy in the want to be, a, you wanna be a, a woman and you know or whatever go and take many many steps to just reach to a certain point where you feel comfortable about yourself okay go do your thing don't push it on me but True. at the same time you do you you know that's right. that's how i've seen it really like respect what the hell everybody else wants to do and just do what do what you want to do you know if yeah one the I, I, one of the major um, problems here is that people keep talking about how, when it comes to same-sex marriage, you no. Know, like they're talking the one of the major arguments first, is that, oh, it it matters it it matters if you care if you don't. It sends a message to the young people or to other people and like that. It's if you okay if your kid is going to be influenced by watching someone else be you know kiss another dude or or something in that manner then you're not properly influencing them right as a parent either right you know if you want to put you know push your parent it, it, like as a parent you want to instill them a certain type a certain level of of values and such and with, and of course Yes, there are good parents and there are bad parents. Yes, peop- we all have to accept as well that there are parents and there are people out there who have different opinions, who have different values, who have different thoughts in their own head. <laughs> right. You know? So if they're going to raise their kid a certain way, let them raise their kid a certain way. If, you're gonna, if, if As long as they're raising their kid in a way that that's not going to like oppress other people, then so be it. You know? That's the problem here is that when when you when people go out of their own bounds to instill their own values on other people. Right? Yeah. In, in both aspects. It's the religious people or the, the people who are following the, the the side of these governments and like that that are pushing for for LGBTQ to, to mm-hmm. not happen and to not be constitutional or whatever. But at the same time uh, LGBTQ for them pushing their values and their own ways of thoughts that oh this is this is our this is passion this is like that then like pushing that in 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 there in the face of those people who don't believe it is a is is just as bad as when they're when other people are pushing for 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 you know the the constitution and like that to be or like religion to be against it right right
0: yeah you know i totally agree and um. Don't misquote me on this. Yeah. And when when you did mention the Vatican, it was kind of it was kind of surprising to me, honestly, because mm-hmm. I remember the Pope himself making a statement that, you know, the LGBTQ community should still be loved. You should oh, no. still be right, like uh, yeah, correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. Right, like the, he did have a statement like that. So hearing that the vatican as a whole you know as a sovereign you know state coming out with a statement like that and reaching out to the clergy all over the world kind of i mean i i don't know how to feel about it it kind of feels disrespectful to the pope
1: yeah but the pope has been saying that as well i think i'm not like he has actually done interviews and said this
0: Oh, that which part? Sorry. That he
1: that he feels that, um, you know, the the, the the union, the same-sex marriage union, is not is is not good, and it's not, it's not Christian, and it's not, and to right. him is illicit. You know? Right. And yeah. That's fine. Like that's his thing. Thing about it is that it's that's that's his belief. That's his religion. That's within the religion of the Christianity, and they, and people will believe that, and it's no problem. No. Mm-hmm. This, he has, in the same breath, he's also saying, "Yes, we will not support same-sex marriage, but: There are going to be these people who are going to re- like represent themselves as LGBTQ. It doesn't mean that we're supposed to go out and, and hate on them because they are LGBTQ, or they don't believe the Christian or they, hey. they, they, they support same sex you get what i mean oh, yeah. So yeah, the, yeah yeah so that's anyway, the line you're trying to put it's yeah. just you know but then stupid, like,
0: i'm not i'm the- not
1: defending the the church either you right, know right they're, right they're done some stupid shit as well but true true
0: well i mean we can make a whole list of that honestly like if, if we're yeah. really gonna compare sides but you know at the end of the day like it it goes to show that at Acceptance is not about having it in legal form, I, I guess, is ultimately one thing. The, it's just the, treat everyone like they're a human being. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, um, kind of random. Like, I hate to compare it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you look at the BLM stuff, you look at now, oh my God. And, and now, like, I'm in really this... started on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, We had a discussion about this, but then like um, not taking out the BLM movement, but taking the BLM concept. Oh yeah. Right. So um, yeah, you and I had a big back and forth about the the movement itself, but then
1: the organization
0: organization about it, but then the actual movement, the actual like core of why BLM started. And then now like um, moving that even further on the Asian rights movement, I mean, like, I i don't know if you, you watched this episode of um, Genius Brain, the David So um, oh, no. podcast, but he mentioned how fucking crazy it was that Kim Kardashian had to come out and say, Asians are human too. <laughs> you know how fucking insane that is? Kim, Kim Kardashian had to say that Asians are human too. Asians are human too. And, you know, like, ultimately, that goes for everyone. You know, like, black people are human too. The LGBTQ are human too. You know, like, it they cannot be like, the way that people go about these things, it's, it's kind of crazy that everyone looks at it in such a black and white manner where it's a very beautiful and colorful scenario where everyone should be able to live together. As long as everyone just respects each other
1: at the boundaries of everybody else. Exactly. Just right. Keep it in- oh, yeah. It's, uh, I just thing. I just laughed until I coughed. I just die like di- Like I felt like I was literally dying laughing. Yeah, there. I saw you had to mute your mic there with your cons. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now, um, knock on wood, no COVID. Um, yeah. the, like going back a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. But but you know, it just comes down to acceptance of everything. Yeah, right. Totally. Just let people be. Yeah, let people be people. I mean, they're no, not hurting anyone, right? Exactly. Exactly. No, but going back to this a little bit um just to the concept of this whole thing with the topics right i I mentioned it to you earlier i i have this 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 opinion on it as well that the whole concept of you know marriage and it being a legal binding thing you know Mm -hmm. because in that aspect when it comes to same-sex marriage or any other types of it's, it's weird for me that it has to go down in legal format or laws. There are laws pertaining to it, you know what I mean? Right. Because right. laws and everything like that is a, is a rational thing. Everything is based on, ra- and, on reason. All of those right. things, all laws and like that is based on reason. thing is… Logic yeah, reason. Yeah, logic and reason. You can't, you can't logic your way out of emotion. <laughs> When you feel about something or you feel the love for somebody, you feel somebody, you're not thinking rationally. There's no reason behind it. You know, sure, there could be some reasons, think like that. You could hate somebody because they did something bad to you in the past, sure, but the level of anger or or things like that will vary. You could literally forgive someone and and just brush it off if they backstabbed you in the past, and there is no league, there's no reason for for you doing it or you right. fall in love with somebody whether that be somebody or you, somebody that's your like your best friend uh who who's the same sex or you know someone who's who's uh the other gender uh, not gender sorry the other uh the other physical sex yeah that, and it it and and you could just have those feelings Any single person listening here who's ever actually been in love will ever, can, that can ever actually logically explain, you know, yeah, you, you can't do that. Right. So why is it that we need a logical and you need reason to put reason into a, um, a, a like into something like that? Like
0: a legal proceeding for it and everything.
1: Yeah. Why is there laws that tell you who to love true true you know, and and who should be your family and like that it's yeah it's weird for me because in essence i get the concept of having marriage as a part of it because the whole point of it is to create a a unit mm-hmm. right, that basically creates okay these people are dependent on one another right Right, whether right. that be your your parents being you uh, know your your uh, guardians and the dependents and the kids are the dependents and so mm-hmm. on and so forth, or a housewife is a dependent for a dad or 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 the 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 working father or something or vice versa the house husband could be the dependent on the on the working mother right, right. right. Now, I don't like their same concept could be applied to so many other situations mm-hmm. right imagine if there were laws that lets you, let you determine a dependent, right? As long as a law, or as long as, let's say, a set of scenarios or a set, a unit, quote-unquote, a group of people, whether that be two people or more, can determine that they are dependent on one another, and they can legally show that they are dependent on one another financially, or so on and so forth. Then they should be able to to have that dependent contract, you know, that legal dependence on one, and oh, it, it, it. To reap the benefits of such. So, and a good example is um, as a guardian. Let's say my parents died, and now I am taking care. I'm old. And I'm 18 or 21 in in the states or whatever, and, and I'm working, and my I have a I have two siblings. Two younger siblings I have to take care of. I'm mm-hmm. providing for them. I'm legally their guardian. I'm their legal. Right. You know, I should be able to get, the, get um, benefits for being their dependent. But legally, there's, no, there's nothing like that. Right. Legally, don't have any, anything for something that's in, in that scenario. Number, another scenario. I'm like you, Pio. Let's say your, your um, physiotherapy stuff. Takes off, and you right. become like the, the the physiotherapist of the. Sport. Yeah. Uh, and you just and, and you, you start working with these big sports personalities all over the world, fucking millions,
0: right?
1: Making right? right. the, the cash, you get mansions, you get cars, you get whatever you want, right? Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then let's take the other side of the coin. Is let's say me, I fall on hard times, I lose everything. You know, right. I I literally have nobody and nothing left, and everything's the shit. Right. And we're friends, so you decide. Hey, I want to take care of you because you I, because I love you, bro, and I want to take care of you. So so I so come here. I'm gonna make you part of my unit. I'm gonna make you part of my family. I'm gonna make yeah, you. I'll buy, <laughs> buy you a house. or I'm gonna make you. Li- or you come here live with me. Stay in this. Right. Room. Right. Yeah. I'll take care of you. You know? Right. I'll be your sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but the, in that scenario, they should, you should, like, in that scenario, I should legally be able to show that I'm dependent on you. Right. You know, if I agree to it, then I, and I legally show that I'm dependent on you. Right. 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 And in that, for that, I, sh- we, you should be able to get the, the reward. From that, you should reap the benefits from being able to do something like that. Right, right. Taking care of somebody, taking care of people, becoming dependent, and like that—that that should be the essence of those laws. That should be the thing, of, like that. It's not. It's not about the. It. It shouldn't be choose like something that's based on literally co- like telling people how to feel. Yeah, you know, or cho- telling people who to choose to love. It's it that concept for me just blows my mind it's just it's why is it like that you know like i would i would love to talk obviously more to lawyers and i'm sure they'll be able to tell me more about the essence of these laws and like that i just this has been my opinion on on that specific setup you know well it's it's totally valid no like
0: like that whole outlook on on that
1: whole thing is totally valid i I can see that there's going to be some flaws in it Work it out. This is such a general thing saying, but yeah, totally. If you can make it work,
0: yeah, and you know, I was actually gonna say like you know, we're we're looking at it in idealistic lenses, right? (laughs) We're looking at it if everything goes the way we want it, and if everyone thought the same way that we did, and like just in the whole general scheme of things, where as long as you agree as long as you're a nice person as long as this like i think there's a whole line of stuff i mean put it this way insurance fraud there's a Mm -hmm. lot of things that go behind life insurance that Mm -hmm. safeguard insurance fraud right yeah like so we're there i mean i totally agree with what you're saying that the system in general is already flawed Mm -hmm. right like even right now to just yeah. say that man and woman are the only people who can get married and receive these tax benefits totally bullshit. because yeah. like like you said you know you're not gonna change who you love because of a law it's raw emotion and you're gonna love who you love you'll mm-hmm. probably marry someone else legally because that's what society dictates and that's what these law dictates. And that's the only way to get those benefits. There are people like that. Mm -hmm. But then, if you're really looking at the whole essence of love and everything, you're going to marry who you fucking want to marry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then, looking at it in the whole, um, you know, the whole legalization and, you know, being able to reap benefits on the LGBTQ side, I feel like that's the reason why they're pushing for these laws now because they don't have another option. Right. And, you know, hopefully someone out there is listening and makes a movement because I totally would think that what you're saying makes a lot more sense. That even this whole marriage thing of, you know, like going into the whole civil marriage and and things like that, that, you know, if you're getting married just for the tax benefits, then that in itself is already wrong. Yeah. You need to get married because you want to marry this motherfucker, like this person, right? Yeah. Like you love this person that you want to be with her and you want to showcase to the world and you know like that that's the essence of what a marriage is. It's yeah. not supposed to be for so- like if you're going to sign a document after getting married and saying we're codependents, we deserve these benefits because we truly and utterly love each other, that makes a whole lot more sense than just say Yeah, I'm going to marry you so that I can get half of my tax off every year. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm not saying that everyone's like that. Probably a very, like, the vast minority of people are like that, that they get married just for the tax benefits. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like, if you love someone enough, it shouldn't matter whether you're, you know, gay, straight, or, you know lesbian whatever trans doesn't matter it it like you said it's love the law should become more um geared towards safeguarding the people who are going to be fraudulent about it.
1: yeah exactly
0: because right? i mean again bringing it back to the whole life insurance and everything like that you go screen after screen after screen to just prove that, oh, he died of natural causes or he mm-hmm. died in an accident. Mm-hmm. He didn't commit suicide to give you this benefit or you didn't kill him mm-hmm. to get this benefit, right? Yeah, and it
1: sometimes takes years even for, for those life insurance payouts to, to come out, out
0: yeah. right? So, yeah. And even I mean, then, it's like taxed heavily. So. And now, if you're going to look for the opposite side of getting tax benefits, because you're in this, you know, in, and like, I love that, that comparison you made that of a friend helping out a friend. Yeah. Because that, that in itself is already a show of love. Yeah. Right? It's a different and, type of love, but it's love. Totally. Yeah. And it, it's you being uh, like in, in the case that you put, it's me being a bro to you yeah. and it's you coming to me, like, it's not necessarily, like, it can be both sides, right? It's, like, it can also be a scenario where you're, like, bro, I'm really down on my luck. I just need, you know, I need some time to get back on my feet. And you can be my dependent until that moment, right? Yeah. And then once that's done, we sign a few papers, and then you're no longer my dependent. Yeah. Right? It it should be something a little bit more uh, flexible like that, and not just, like... Oh, I'm married. I have two kids. I have four kids. I my kids now have kids, and that's the only way that it kind of trickles down.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, I love dude, you, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, love you too, bro. Yeah. But I think well, yeah. I think you know, um, just before we wrap up the episode, I think um, having having these discussions is one one way. To get the ball rolling, mm-hmm. and I hope I hope any some people out there listening to this episode do reach out, you know, like send us an email or send us a uh, give us your your thoughts, and hopefully, if you're willing, we can bring you on and you know move from this discussion. Because uh, I'm not gonna say anything too far, but I actually talked to Mix about another topic that I wanted to bring up, but maybe we're gonna save that on a different. <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably save that for a different date because it is a little bit more controversial than just this general, you know, like marriage Mm -hmm. thing. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's a lot of things that become very complicated when, um, you know, it's now touching on emotion, it's touching on how you identify yourself, it's touching on how you identify with people around you and what people are telling you to identify with. So I feel like a discussion is much more important. And if by chance we do get someone who you know, opens up and is willing to join the pod, we would love to have you for that other topic that I'm talking about. Yeah. Because you know, Mix and I only have the experience of friends who are part of the LGBTQ community. Right. So we are talking on an outsider's perspective. And, you know, these are our views and our beliefs, and are in, you know, they're not to be taken as fact.
1: Yeah. It. We're also trying to hit, you know, a little bit about what both sides are saying. Right. So totally, totally. And the full picture. <laughs> yeah.
0: At the end of the day, just be a good person. don't be a dick. Yeah, it's like be a dick to your friends as, <laughs> as a joke, you know. But you know, just in general, don't be an asshole. Just try not yeah. to try not to be a addict to those those around you. Try to be yeah. empathetic and you know think about it. I'm not saying like go out of your way and be a dog, you know. Just like yeah, have your voice said if uh have your voice heard and have your opinion said, but. If they disagree, then they disagree. Don't take it personally. It's just their views.
1: Yeah. Okay. like in, in the end, just remember, I don't care about you <laughs> and what the hell you want to do with your life. But I love and respect you all. <laughs> totally. Honestly.
0: Well, that was an amazing episode, Mike. <laughs> I uh, really enjoyed talking about uh... all the things. Uh, I'm really, really interested to see if something does happen with that Bigfoot thing. If someone
1: ends
0: up, <laughs> if someone ends up with getting that 2.1 million dollars, holy shit, Bigfoot's real. I'd we love to see your,
1: him. We bring their friend in. Yeah, <laughs> like, bring oh, in.
0: Hey, guys, this is Bigfoot. We're on talking terms. We have a secret handshake.
1: <laughs> Gosh. There <laughs> oh, Oh
0: well. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us once again. This was an amazing episode. Had a lot of fun. A uh, little bit of controversy. I don't really think so. I think we just, you know, made our voices heard. Like controversial topic with a very broad spectrum on how to look at it, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys want to join the conversation, if you want to comment on anything we talked about today or if you just want to, you know, hang out with us on the podcast, let us know by shooting us an email at the boozy bros pod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on our Twitter and Instagram at boozy bros or on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com forward slash boozy bros. You can also hit up mix and myself on our personal social media, uh, preferably Instagram. I would say, I think it's easier to contact us there. Uh, but yeah, much love to all of you guys. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, we're always listening. And with that, Cheers and have a good night. Cheers. Jingjing.